Hello and welcome to the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hale. This is episode number one of this podcast, and the purpose of this podcast is to educate you on topics relating to real estate. I'm a realtor in Vancouver, BC, and I'm actually recording out of the Vancouver Public Library, downtown Vancouver on Georgia Street. So for today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about Canada and why it's such a great place to live. So Canada is actually home to some of the most livable cities globally, and we have three cities on that top 10 list, with Calgary coming in at number four, Vancouver at number six, and Toronto at number seven. So the top the top of that list is actually Vienna, Austria, followed by Melbourne, Australia. In 2002 to 2011, Vancouver was at the top of that list, but unfortunately, due to the lack of some bridge and highway improvements, it lost a few points and got knocked out of first place. But again, Vancouver comes in at number six, and I feel pretty proud to be living in this city. So the criteria that they use to make this top 10 list is looking at the urban quality of life in the city. So that includes stability, healthcare, culture, infrastructure, environment, and education. So a big thing about some of the top cities in Canada, including Vancouver and Toronto, is the cost of living. Um, There's a lot of people that say that it's absolutely crazy. How is anyone ever supposed to afford a house? And I understand the struggles being at my day-to-day job. However, compared to the rest of the world, we're actually seen as a bargain. So this is based on a 970-square-foot condo. And Vancouver comes in about 12th place approximately, um, compared to some other cities in the world. So topping off that list for most expensive places to live, based on 970 square foot condo, is Hong Kong, followed by Beijing, London, Tokyo, and then a few more cities before you hit Vancouver, and after Vancouver is Mexico and Mexico City and Toronto. So compared to some of the other cities, we're still, you know, we're still uh, fairly, fairly affordable. And as everybody knows and sees in the news, the government's trying to contain this. So we are, we have been in a little bit of a lull. The prices have been coming down. So that's great news for buyers. And the city's trying to make it a little bit more healthier, or the uh, the country trying to make it a little bit more healthier for for home buyers. So. We'll see, we'll see what the next year takes us with all these new changes. Changes. So regarding cost of living, again, Vancouver kind of falls pretty low on the list. So the highest cost of living in the world is Zurich. Following is New York, Tokyo, Stockholm, Seoul, Vienna, Toronto, Prague, and actually Vancouver is not even on this top chart. So... Having just recently moved to Vancouver, I find you can spend as much or as little as you want. 
obviously there's lots of things you can do in the city for free, lots of things you can do in nature, but also when it comes to, you know, your daily living expenses, your groceries, there's opportunities to save money. There's tons of different options, for example, focusing on groceries that, you know, there's tons of markets, tons of different grocery stores, so you can take the time to find out where you can get the best deals and and save your save your pennies. So I think that kind of helps in that Vancouver has all those different options for shopping, so it kind of brings our cost of living down if you're a smart shopper. So what are the drivers for such a big housing demand in this country? So the top three things are, number one, immigration. Number two, peak millennial arrival. And those are those in their mid to late 20s right now getting into the housing market. And number three, baby boomer tipping point. So baby boomers are at that age now where kids are leaving, so they're looking to downsize, move to a new neighborhood, something that suits them rather than a family. So a few stats on these uh, number two and number three reasons. So peak millennials. Peak millennials, 87% believe home ownership is good investment. 69% hope to own a home in the next five years, and 61% would consider relocating to purchase a home. So moving to those affordable towns in the outskirts of the big city, which we've seen a lot in Vancouver and Toronto already. So regarding baby boomers, this was actually a surprising stat for me. 52% say that their next home will be the same size as their current home. And I believe it's that because they're very traditional and they want those traditional rooms in their house, the dining rooms to fit their table and their hutch, the large living room. Whereas most people, those aren't a high priority nowadays. Baby boomers still want those those rooms. So therefore, they're still looking for housing with the same square footage. But again, that might be just in a different neighborhood, something that suits them more at this time in their life. So that's 52%. So the remaining 48%, they want to downsize. uh, They want their smaller houses. They want to move into condos. So it's a big change right now in the housing market, um, which makes it such such a high demand for housing with these millennials and baby boomers. So that's all the information I wanted to share with you guys today for the first episode of the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. You can contact me via Facebook or Instagram at Kelly Hale Real Estate. I'd love to hear from you guys and any comments about what I spoke with about today or any questions you may have about me. I'm really looking forward to recording some more episodes and getting this information out to you guys. So thanks again for listening to the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. I hope you have an awesome day. Mm-hmm.